the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It is 4 o'clock and you are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. We have a kind of cloudy day going on the hot side, 92 around the high today and then Eventually down to 66 this evening with some clouds, may get a shower. Tomorrow, a lot like today on the cloudy side, but much cooler. Thank you very much. 78, the high tomorrow. Phil, 6-2 over Cincinnati last night. They play Cincinnati. They keep beating the Reds. They just need to keep playing Cincinnati, and things will be looking up for them. Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phils. They uh, have first pitch at 640 tonight. I am very excited today. been doing this program almost a year and I've had several folks on this broadcast who are related to me, my dad and my nephew and my brother or two and uh, my uh, father-in-law. But today, I also get to bring in a very special guest, actually two. And uh, on the line with me, we have two folks, Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth, my cousin, and her husband, Robert Wogelmuth. Hello, guys. How you doing? Can you hear me all right? Hey, Cousin Thanks Tim. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. 90 degrees. You there, Nancy? <laughs> yeah. Where are you guys today? What state are you in? Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Yeah. How is it there? Is it all right? It's high 60s. Come on over. Oh, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, a little toasty here. But tomorrow and the rest of the week, it's supposed to be much nicer. And so, oh, good. Uh, yeah. Well, this is exciting because uh, for folks, I guess, are, who've listened to WFIL, it's been a Christian formatted station for... I'm going to say it's 1993, so it's 26 years. And uh, some folks will know you, Nancy, from the Revive Our Hearts radio program, which is on WFIL for a lot of years. And then uh, a lot of our listeners will know you and Robert through different books that you've either written or worked on and or speaking engagements and many other facets. So we can probably tap into that as we have our conversation. But today is this, uh, this interesting combination where together you guys are working and have worked on a book for the first time together, officially writing it together. You can trust God to write your story, embracing the mysteries of providence. And there's lots to unpack. So let's jump in. Um, Good. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the background in terms of what led to this. I know there are some, some big uh, events that have happened in your both of your lives, uh, but that's not all mm. that you write about. So share on a general level, what led you to actually write a book? Sure. Uh, Nancy and I are in different rooms, so we're, we'll have to see if we can tag team this thing without stepping on top of each other. <laughs> okay. So let me let me let me let me get that uh, that one first. Um, I was in a conversation with a publisher soon after Nancy and I were married, so that's coming up on four years, and uh, they were very excited about the possibility of doing a book, and they wanted a small giftish kind of book that essentially was our story, Nancy's story and my story. Nancy, of course, a story you know very well, uh, single at 57, never married. Uh, I was 67, had been married for almost 45 years, lost my wife to cancer. Um, and so they 
knew the story of our coming together and so forth and wondered if we'd be interested in writing a book with that title. And actually, Tim, we're not positive if that publisher or if Nancy, it was one or the other, and probably Nancy, came up with the title, which we, of course, love. We think it's a wonderful title. But as it turned out, the manuscript that we wrote was a lot longer than a gift book uh, publisher would be able to use. And so we moved the uh, publisher from that gift book publisher to Moody Publishing, who has done, as you know, a lot of Nancy's titles. Good friends at Moody, great people, and they did a wonderful job editing, packaging, uh, now marketing and distributing the book. So it came really out of a publisher interested in our story, but we decided pretty soon after we started working on the book that we'd rather tell lots of other people's story, the stories of God's providence in many different situations, and that's what we did. Yeah, the book is broken down, uh, including chapters that say, you can trust God, dot, dot, dot. And there's a, probably, I guess, eight or ten specific topics that are pretty you know, heavy hitters. But you also have some biblical interludes. And uh, you also, as you mentioned, uh, tell some stories of friends as well who have been through different things, maybe changing the names to protect their privacy, but sharing those things. Maybe each of you could take a moment and share a couple of the, you know, a couple of the main things that um, altered your stories, if you will, uh, that that brought this about specifically, Robert, maybe you had mentioned about losing your wife of 45 years to cancer. And, uh, and, and that had been actually a process, right? In your case, it was not something that, that struck oh, sure. quickly, right? It took a while. Sure. Right. Um, diagnosed in 2012, stepped into heaven late 2014. Um, and actually in the book, very few of the stories end in a way that you would say, well, that's a wonderful ending. Many of them uh, end in with a question mark, with an, a sense of uncertainty. Um, you know, the need for faith. Like, it, what, what is God up to here, and what does he have in mind for us? And so, as you mentioned, the table of contents uh, includes you can trust God when your marriage is in trouble or when you long for a mate or when you're pressed financially. So, Yes, I tell the story of losing my wife to uh, ovarian cancer. I also tell the story of losing my business in 2000, um, no, in 1992, a long time ago. Mm. In 1992, losing everything. My net worth was zero. I lost a publishing company that uh, my business partner, Michael Hyatt, and I had started. And so we talk about that. That kind of, that, that's in the chapter called, You Can Trust God When You're Pressed Financially. Then, of course, Nancy, in that chapter, tells the story of her dad, a story yeah, you're very familiar with. Yeah, let me jump in there, in honey, of, if I could. Sure. Um, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, as Tim knows, from the Philadelphia area and grew up there, and uh, the night before I was to start 10th grade at Delaware County Christian School, rival school to the one you went to, Tim. <laughs> yes. Um, and we, we won't name all those names, but um, <laughs> the night before school started that year, um, our home in the western suburbs there of Philadelphia, uh, burned in a fire, and um, our lives were changed. And that year, my mother, and you remember all this, because our dads are brothers, yeah. and our families walked through these things together. Um, my mother was diagnosed with a, a life-threatening brain tumor. Uh, that year, my dad had severe um, business, financial reversals in his business, and so um, there were stresses and strange things in our family story that we never would have 
anticipated. And then still, while living in the Philadelphia area, uh, my family was when my my dad, on September 1st, just 40 years ago, um, this week, was out playing tennis. He had just taken me to the airport where I was returning back to Virginia where I lived, and he dropped dead of a heart attack. Um, I landed in Virginia, and I got the news that my dad was gone. I had seen him just hours earlier, and, and you remember where you were when when that happened. And then it was it was news in that area when my brother David, who I... I think he was maybe was maybe close to your age, Tim. Yeah, um, was killed in a car accident. Um, we don't really call it an accident because there are no accidents in God's providence. But here he was, 22 years of age, a junior in college, and um, and there've been things in your family. I watched your mother have um, severe illness for years and years, and yeah. um, your family dealing with that, and then her home going and her going to heaven. And so, you know, these are very personal things and things that people in the Philadelphia area, some of them would, would have been aware of over the years. Uh, and, and life happens, and hard things happen, and unexpected things happen in all of our lives. And we have people listening to this conversation right now who are in the middle. It wasn't like 40 years ago it happened for them. They're going through it right now. Yeah. Um, they've just got that doctor's report or that um, news of that death or that divorce or um, and how do you in the midst of the tears and the hurt and the pain and the confusion where is God in this and what is he doing and is he doing anything I mean these are the questions that kind of at an emotional level hit our hearts I, um, I was on the phone last night with a mom of three young adult kids who are making some very foolish um, decisions, and this mom, is, she's just crying and says, I don't know what to do. Um, this is life, and, um, and, and to trust that in the midst of those hard places, whether it's my life or yours or a friend's life that I'm walking through this with, that God not only knows what's going on, but that he is actually writing a story that is bigger and greater, and is beautiful and good more than anything I could imagine in the moment. This is where um, faith kicks in, that, and the reality of God's grace and God's providence that is bigger and greater than my personal pain in that moment. And that's really the, the, the thing we were trying to tap into, in not only telling our own stories, but the stories of other people that we know and love, and saying, look, God can and will make something beautiful out of this if you will give it to him and let him do that for you. Nancy DeMoss is my cousin. Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth and her husband Robert are on the line with us today. We have a short break we're going to take and come right back. We're going to talk more about this book. You can trust God to write your story, Embracing the Mysteries of Providence. We'll be back in just a moment. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. 
It's 412 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. My cousin Nancy is on the line. Folks will remember her program, Revive Our Hearts on WFIL, for a number of years. Her husband, Robert, is uh, joining us as well. And they both have a very long literary history, among other things, too. And there's a brand new book they've uh, written. It just came out, I think, was it yesterday, technically? Is it available now, if folks want to pick it up? It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can trust God to write your story, embracing the mysteries of providence. Uh, you, Nancy, you just said something, and I want to circle back to it in a moment. Uh, well, I'll, I'll mention it now, and then we come back to it. Early on in the book, you do write out a list of important, I don't call them ground rules, but stuff that people should remember about God and his story writing uh, as, you, as they proceed through the book. Some really key points, like our individual stories are part of a much bigger story, right? And um, I guess that's all we're talking about. Let's go ahead and share, because I want to hear more about your, your parents and their, up, you know, their upbringing officially. You can share with the listeners, each of you. Uh, but share with that for a second, maybe why you put that in there. Uh, things like, ultimately, the story is not about us, but it's about him and some other very important things to remember as people read through the book. Yeah, I'll jump in there. Um, just perspective makes all the difference. You know, we can only see this tiny little finite bit of what's happening in all of the universe. And if we draw conclusions too quickly about our momentary pain, we're going to miss the beauty and the bigger picture of what God is doing and what he's writing. And we're going to live perpetually overwhelmed with grief and disappointment and maybe anger or resentment. But I think it changes our whole view when we can see that God is at work and what's happening in my life is it's not random, it's, it's not fate, it's purposeful, it's God is sovereign. What we see now is not the whole story. Um, and as I said to this mom I was talking with last night who's walking through pain with her kids, I said, remember, you can, not only can you trust God to write your own story, but you can trust God to write the story, the stories of the people that you love in your life. So I think just to step back and get this perspective on our own story or the stories of those we're, of people we're walking through helps us to walk through life in a different way than those who don't have Christ or don't have hope. Um, but to know there, there is purpose, there is meaning, there is hope, um, there is encouragement. That and, and we can look back on just having been now through the 40th anniversary of the death of my dad. It was the weekend of my 21st birthday, and it was like a, you know, a... a cannonball lobbed into the you know into the story of my life and I, I could not have imagined how life would ever my mother was 40 years old widowed with seven children ages 8 to 20 I mean what kind of story is that and who would ever think good could come out of that but I look back now and I don't know all that God had in mind for it by any means but I know that God is faithful and God has been the husband to the widow and the father to the fatherless, and God has used that loss along with every other loss and pain in my life um, and greater pains that many people experience. He uses these things to, to shape us, to mold us, to make us more like Jesus, and ultimately to bring about great beauty and good in our lives and in the lives of others. So, yeah, that, I just, we try to lay out early on that perspective that helps us to look at what's going on in our lives through different eyes. Well, and there's lots of scripture in the book. Uh, and, and again, for those just tuning in, chatting with Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth, my cousin, and uh, Robert Wogelmuth, her husband. And they both have written many books and been involved in writing in various forms of media for many, many years. 
Um, and they have a brand new book they've actually written together now called You Can Trust God to Write Your Story, Embracing the Mysteries of Providence. And um, as you're speaking there, even before those things, I think early in the book, the, one, the, the very first verse, if I'm not mistaken, is just a beautiful verse of reminder of even where the whole book is going because of how life is going from Psalm 139. And uh, just the fact that every day that ever, you know, in our lives, before it was ever written, before one of those days came to be born, uh, happened, you know, before we were born, God wrote, wrote them all out. So he knows way ahead of time. I think I guess all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. A great way to set things up. So, Yeah, Tim, there's, a, there's an old gospel song, and the first line is, if we could see beyond today as God can see. And the whole idea is what we're talking about right now. That is, our perspective is just the here and the now. We have the rearview mirror so we can see what has gone on in the past. So there are reasons to trust God because of his faithfulness. But the other day I said to Nancy, you know, this is a lot like using GPS on your cell phone, on your smartphone. So you've got a map and you're, it's taking you from point A to point B. But that little screen is a tiny part of a huge map. So what we can see is just that part that's in our hand, but only a sovereign God can see not only the past and the present, but he can see the future. He can see the whole. And so he sees where we are and what's happening. And so because of that, because he can see the whole of it, the future, what we can't see, then we have the joy of trusting him, even, as Nancy said, when the circumstances are painful and not easy to understand at all. Yeah. You know, providence is a word you introduce early on, too. Where would we be without the certain knowledge? You know, the song that you sing when you're a kid, he's got the whole world in his hands. And, uh, you know, every detail is ordered by uh, our all-wise, all-knowing, loving God. And and to repeat that, all-wise, all-knowing, loving God. It's one thing if he knew everything, but (laughs) it's another thing for him to be all-wise and it's another thing for him to be loving. All together adds up. Yes. And the whole thing of providence, that's a really old-fashioned word. You don't hear it much these days, but we ought to use it more because it's a precious, it's a great word. Um, and it has pro, before, video, to see. God sees before anything we can see. Before it happens to us, he sees it, he knows it, and he goes before into that situation, and he makes provision, providence, for what we're going to need when we get there. So before we arrive at that situation that's just around the corner, God knows, and he makes, he gives all the grace, all the, um, everything, whatever we're going to need in that situation, he is out there in advance making provision for us. So we can trust his providence, even when it still has mysteries. The very nature of trust is you can't fully see it, you can't fully understand it, you don't fully get it. As Robert said, you have the rearview mirror, then it and you see things better. Uh, I love that statement of John Piper. Um, I heard him say years ago, he says, in every situation in your life, God is always doing a thousand different things that you cannot see and you do not know. When your eyes are filled with tears and you feel like you can hardly take the next breath or put the next foot in front of the other, um, there's just such weariness or weakness or um, despair um, through the consequences of your own sins or the consequences of other sins against you or just living in this broken world to know that there is a God who does have the whole world in his hands. And that includes me 
and my circumstances, um, it doesn't take us through those things pain-free, but it does take us through those things with grace. And ultimately, that's really what we need. Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth uh, is on with us, and her husband Robert. Both of them, again, have written many books. So you'll maybe know Nancy, remember her from the Revive Our Hearts radio program on WFIL. It's been on for a lot of time, a lot of years. Uh, also, it's part of a ministry, Life Action Ministries, that you have a long history with. And uh, and Robert is a publisher, a former president of Thomas Nelson Publishers, and written twenty plus books. And um, but then the Lord brought your story together. I want to ask you about that in a little bit, just that how the Lord brought the two of you together, because that's a story in and of itself. But you mentioned that this book, this new book, you can trust God to write your story, embracing the mysteries of providence, how it really is a lot of different stories, uh, all with the overarching, uh, I guess, uh, uh, principle or, or thought that all of this is in light of God's ultimate story. And that's what, to, to not even get too focused on the big stuff that happens right in front of you, like how the two of you came together, that's a huge story, mm-hmm. but it's just part of a much huge, you know, bigger story. And, uh, yeah. so, um, but you, Nancy, you just said something and either of you maybe could jump on this for a moment. You mentioned about whether maybe some things have happened in our lives that have perhaps disrupted our stories, like stuff that happened to us. We didn't ask for it, or maybe we've sabotaged our lives. Some like in uh, chapter four, when it says you can trust God, when your marriage is in trouble, you share about a couple, I guess, you know, quote unquote, Carla and Michael, and how Michael had battled addiction and the pain that that caused multiple times, even well into their 60s, a lifelong a heart, a heartache back and forth, back and forth. And how even when the things are self-imposed, because I think listeners could say, well, it's nice if your life didn't really like if you if you never did anything obviously bad or wrong and it stuff just happened and someone died and like that, how God helps you through that. It's another thing where what if I've done something in my life that was really like I caused the problem? And how God's even present there. Maybe either of you or both of you could just share for a moment your thoughts on, on that sort of thing. Well, yeah, the, the couple that you're referring to are good friends of ours. And just parenthetically, each of these chapters tell a story. And in some cases, there's more than one story in each chapter. And if you look at the table of contents, you see the one that you're just referring to, chapter four, when your marriage is in trouble. Uh, or uh, chapter five, you can trust God when you long for a mate, when you're pressed financially, you can trust God when you've been sinned against. Uh, you can trust God when you're facing death. Uh, actually, every person that we talked to, Tim, was a friend of ours. So we didn't, we didn't go out to the highways and byways and collect stories. These were people whom we know, many of whom we know their stories, and that's why we contacted them. And then they gave us a priceless gift, sitting down with us or talking to us on the phone and telling us the details of their story and, in many cases, their pain and, in some cases, their unresolved pain. When we hung up from those calls, Tim, we would look at each other and say, we've just been handed a precious gift, and we have a stewardship to guard this gift carefully. Hmm. So um, Tim, you're you know, right what, what started out to be a book that was just our story really blossomed into an incredible experience of gathering these stories of God's faithfulness uh, amidst pain and questioning and, and uncertainty and relying on his trustworthiness to write our story. Yeah. And, then- and, and Tim, you're right that some, a lot of times it is um, of our own doing and our own failure, and it's, that can bring despair or shame or guilt to say, you know, I've messed up my story. What good could God possibly bring out of it? But that is the beauty 
of Amazing Grace is that God is not, his story is not thwarted by my sin. Um, where there is repentance and contrition and brokenness, as there has been with this couple you just referenced, with the years of addictions, God has written a whole new, incredible, beautiful story in that couple. He has been free from those um, destructive habits for about a year and a half now, and I mean, he still needs God's grace every single day, but there, there was a wife who thought, there's no way this marriage is ever going to be a beautiful story. And there's, the husband felt so ashamed, so guilty, but God is re, he's redeeming God who makes all things new, and that includes us. So um, it's not beyond God's power, God's heart, God's compassion, God's willingness to restore and redeem the messes we've made out of our own lives, or conversely, the messes that other other people have made yeah. that have impacted our lives. And um, we all know a lot of, we've experienced a lot of both, but to see the beauty of what God can bring out of that is an incredible thing. Yeah, that's yeah. great stuff. Good that's, stuff. That's so, tr- that's so true. In fact, Chapter 11 um, talks about when a child breaks your heart. Hmm. And so when we talk to these parents, many times weeping on the phone, they didn't say, this is all our kids' fault. Um, and we talk about it in the book, the, the places where these parents owned, as you said, their own responsibility in what has happened in their families. So this isn't just, as you said, this isn't just external things that happened to me that I have to deal with. There's, there's plenty of room for, uh, for repentance and confession of sin. We are all sinners. And so uh, Nancy and I, as the authors of, these, of this book, are, we're we're there too. I mean, we're sinful people, and we need God's grace each day, followed after our need for repentance and our confession of sin. But in each of many of these stories, it includes uh, the people we talk to who are saying, you know, my marriage broke up, my marriage is in trouble because of things that I did or that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. So all these people aren't just victims of their circumstances, but they're confessing their own. Uh, sinfulness their own failure in these relationships yeah robert rogelmuth and nancy demoss rogelmuth is our, our guest on the program today you can trust god to write your story is a brand new book embracing the mysteries of providence very quick break we'll come back and uh, conclude our chat with nancy and robert and uh man there's lots to get into so we'll keep them for a few more minutes hopefully and uh be back in just a second here on wfil thanks for tuning in tim demoss show on wfil in philly Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 429 Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. By the way, that uh, gentleman Ted Winsley, the chaplain for the Eagles, is going to be joining us on the program this Friday on our one-year anniversary. As we turn one, we should have a big cake, Joe. Hopefully we'll get some snacks or something. But in the meantime, I am very pleased to have my cousin, my wonderful cousin Nancy on the line, folks may remember her over the years, Nancy Lee, and then got married to Robert, Nancy and Robert uh, Wogelmuth, and the book that they've written together, You Can Trust God to Write Your Story, Embracing the Mysteries of Providence. Uh, again, Nancy has the, Re- the Revive Our Hearts radio program and uh, many other things, worked with Life Action Ministries for many years, written lots of books. Robert has written many uh, books. He's a best-selling author, former president of Thomas Nelson Publishers, and former chairman of the Evangelical Christian Publishers Association. So you guys know what you're doing when it comes to writing. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to ask on a fun note, you both are, you know, obviously 
decorated in that regard. What was that like for you actually writing this book together? Was that a good thing, or did you have a few times where you say, ah, uh, let's do it my way, let's do it my way? No. Oh, uh, honey, honey, you want to go first on that one? I want to, I want to be sure this is right. Okay, so um, the, the morning before we started writing this book, Tim, we looked at each other standing in the kitchen and said, should we do this? You know, we had been married at that point about three years. Actually, parenthetically, we're glad we didn't try this our first year of marriage. Hmm. Um, you know, sort of getting accustomed to each other and, and learning each other's ways. But uh, we decided to go ahead and give it a shot. I took the pressure off. I said, look, we can send the contract back. We don't have to do this. So the truth is that Nancy, as you know, is a wonderful Brilliant Bible teacher, loves to teach, loves to open God's Word, loves bullet points. And I love to tell stories. <laughs> uh, I love telling them in the, in the narrative way. And so we put those two things together, and it worked. Uh, Nancy is um, pretty doctrinaire when it comes to, to knowing the Word and grounded solidly in, in, in uh, theology and and I, I I've been a Bible teacher, Sunday school teacher for fifty years, uh, but I love telling stories. And so we put those two together, and then we relentlessly edited each other. And the interesting thing about that, you know this, if you're mar- you're married, right? Yeah. Of course, you, yes, you are. Yeah. All right. So you, you in a marriage, you love to compromise. Well, you want this, and I want this, so let's do this. Well, when you write, you can't compromise on a word. You pick one or you pick the other. And so na- here, Nancy's. I've heard her say this 600 times, you breathe grace in and you breathe grace out. Mm. And so we were able to actually experience that and put that into practice as we worked on this manuscript. So it's 60,000, about 60,000 words of love and joy and struggle and uh, settling issues on which word to use. And actually, in the end, we were very grateful. We thought the Lord really gave us wisdom and um, and we're able to put this down in a way that's going to be helpful to many people. Yeah. Nancy, what say you? You concur? Oh, listen, I'm so thankful for the gift of this precious man and the joy of bringing our lives together. And really, that's what any marriage should be, is God bringing different gifts and different personalities to the table. And yes, there are times when you see things differently. We have very different styles of writing and thinking and just being a man and a woman. That's a lot of differences there. Um, But the the sweetness of seeking the Lord together, praying together, and we didn't do this perfectly. There were moments where we probably looked at each other and, you want a what? Um, (laughs) But to do that with grace and humility and to say, you know, this is how you resolve differences in marriage. There are differences. It's not always easy, but you... You get on your knees together, you humble yourselves, you defer, and you honor one another. And so we've really sought to do that. And um, just last night at dinner, Robert took some time to um, just thank me and honor me for my part in this writing journey. And that's the, it's the way we've tried to write this book, but more importantly, because most of our listeners are probably not going to write a book with their mate, um, the more important thing is learning to do marriage that way and... That's a day-by-day journey, but you can trust God to write your story, and you can trust God to help you write your book or whatever else it, whatever else it is that God's called you to do in that season, right? Yeah, absolutely. If the two of you, do you have a couple more minutes just for two more questions or topics? Uh, 
you tell sure. me? Okay. Great. Well, one is on um, what got you both to this point. I'm talking about your parents. Uh, Nancy, maybe we start with you and then Robert, because you have Pennsylvania roots as well. Uh, so it's kind of neat yeah. too, right? Um, but Nancy, you mentioned your your dad, uh, you know, Arthur, who is my dad's brother, and his passing 40 years ago this week. Um, share a little bit about your dad and, and how he influenced you to you know be the person you are and even how that, that has affected you to be where you are today. Oh, yeah. Both of us are so, so grateful for the godly heritage God has given us. And when I share this, I, I always want to remind people that you may not have had this, uh, but and, and my dad and your dad were both pretty much first-generation believers, so they didn't have handed to them what we've had handed to us. And so I, I, I remind people, if you're the first in the line, God wants to start a new family line, and you can start, you know, don't waste too much time re- regretting what you didn't have handed to you Amen. in terms of godly legacy. But um, you and I were both so blessed to have dads and moms who loved Christ, loved His Word, um, ground, taught us. In fact, this whole thing of God's providence, this is something I learned before I ever knew the theological terminology, before I ever studied this you know, biblically. I learned this from my dad. For my mom, who in hard places in their lives would say, God can be trusted. God is good. God is wise. God doesn't make mistakes. And I watched them. You watched this with your parents, because I know your parents well, um, how, you know, we've watched our parents trust God in some really, really hard places. And so we grew up knowing from the depths of our hearts that God can be trusted. In fact, the day I was Saturday afternoon, September 1st, 1979, when I got that call that my dad was gone, the first thought that came to my mind, the first conscious thought, and there were lots of tears, and it was a hard, hard, huge loss, but the first thought that went through my mind was a verse I had read just, I think maybe days earlier, from Psalm 119, that says, God is good, and everything he does is good. Now, where did I learn that? I learned that from a dad who I watched go through some really hard places and struggles. But I watched him not get bitter, not get angry, not resist the will of God, but I watched him embrace the mysteries of God's providence. And then when it came my turn to respond to a cataclysmic change in my life and my story, what he had taught me, what my parents had modeled, what I'd seen in your parents as well, they were great role models for me. Your dad's still living in his 90s, and, and what a man who trusts the Lord to write his story, and what a sweet legacy for us to have that, and that's really what we want to pass on, not only to this book, but to our lives, to the next generation. We want to say, you can trust God. He really is good. He's always faithful. Amen. Amen. For those just tuning in, uh, that's Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth, my cousin, her father, Arthur, and my dad, Robert, brothers. Uh, Robert, speaking of which, uh, Robert is Nancy's husband now, and uh, you're, uh, I want to get to that story, too, to as we conclude our time, but to talk about that. But what you just said, uh, so, so true about the character of God that he's good. If you don't think that God's good, in fact, I, I, my dad actually said to me the other day how— I think he was one who said that he'd heard someone say the root of sin is believing God's not good. Because if you don't think God's good, then you're going to go find your own way, do your own thing. But if exactly. God is good, then you can embrace whatever, you know, he has for you. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I know your father also uh, spent the first hour of his day in prayer, reading God's word. Yeah. 
Um, yes. And uh, that's obviously... That's how super, you got to know God's character. Yeah. Right there. Yes. In word, yeah. Yes. And Robert, mm-hmm. you... Uh, so super important not to blow by that. And in, in Robert, in your case, in, your, in the book, um, and we're talking today, but again, those just tuning in, you can trust God to write your story, embracing the mysteries of providence. It's a book that Nancy and Robert have written together. Um, your father grew up, you guys were in Pennsylvania for a time. And if I remember correctly, uh, you used to see your dad and you could hear your dad praying on his knees. Like prayer was a very fundamental part of his life. That was my dad. Too. Every morning. Yeah. Isn't that something Uh-oh. to have that memory? Yeah, every morning. And Nancy and I have that in common. I, I can hear the timber of my daddy's voice in the basement of our home hmm. praying. We knew that, that he was bringing his own concerns to the Lord, but he also knew, we also knew that my five siblings and I knew that our dad was praying for us. Like, what is that worth for a child to be able to hear their parent, their dad, their mom, pray, bring their needs, the needs of young people to the Lord and pray for wisdom and for protection and for good decisions. Those are the things that our dad, uh, Nancy's dad and my dad brought before the, the throne. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's an incredible legacy. And like Nancy said, the folks we're speaking to right now, many didn't have that. So what you do is you say, by God's grace, I'm going to be a cycle breaker. My dad, my mom weren't like this. They didn't do this. But my children need a mom and a dad who do this. And it's never too late to start. You know, listeners may say, well, you know, my kids are teenagers or they're, they're children and, and it's too late. No, it's not. God's grace is sufficient for you, and you can begin a new habit. Every great life decision, or life change, begins with a single decision. So, and you know, Nancy and I love to pray together, um, but we're not perfect. Nancy said that earlier. We are sinners saved by grace. So we do not have a perfect marriage at all, but we, we are, do our best to be quick to confess and to ask forgiveness of each other and to affirm and support and be grateful people and so forth. But, uh, and, and actually the story of our own relationship is in one of the chapters in this book, as you mentioned earlier, Nancy was single 57 and not looking for a husband. She felt called to, to minister as a single woman. She was a big champion of marriage, but didn't feel like she was going to be a married woman. And I had lost my wife after almost 45 years of marriage. But before my wife died, and she knew Nancy because I knew Nancy professionally, my late wife told two of her friends that she wants Robert to marry Nancy Lee DeMoss, but she never told me that. Mm. And so after she stepped into heaven, and then Nancy and I began to see each other and date, those friends stepped forward and said, this is exactly what your late wife wanted you to do. So that, I mean, that, that is one of the stories that we tell in the book. And it's the story of God's providence. We've told this story, honey, how many times to to clerks in the grocery store and to wait staff in restaurants and to rental uh, car bus drivers. <laughs> and we've we've told them that we're working on this book called You Can Trust God to Write Your Story. Actually, we should have written all their names down so we could send them a copy because we told them that we're working <laughs> on this book. So uh, we're very grateful for the Lord's kindness and grace in bringing us together and then giving us the joy of putting all this down in writing, hoping to encourage others who may be facing a hard time and need to be assured of God's faithfulness. Yeah. 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 Would you both agree then, as we wrap up our chat, that, that, I mean, you've kind of really said it, but 
kind of cutting through all of the chapters, whether you're talking about marriage or financial loss or uh, when your children uh, break your heart and uh, losing a loved one, all these other chapters, that it really gets back to the character of God, his goodness that cuts through everything so that no matter what the circumstance is, what you're ever talking about, the stability of God's goodness is the bedrock on which all those those topics are, are you know, have, need to be viewed. Put your God glasses on and look through them. Um, we had we had that when Tori. We have a daughter, you know, who's disabled. Tori, who's thirteen, right. and right. and uh, when she, I remember when she was like two or three, I asked our children around the table to, you know, I, I can't do it very well. I put my fingers together like in circles, put them over my eyes, and then you flip it up and you make glasses out of it. And mm-hmm. so the kids did that. And I just said, now I want you to look at Tori and say something about God that you know is true. Oh, that's awesome. And so God yeah. is good. God knows my name. God, whatever it might be. It's a big, and they say, kids, you know, there's a big difference between God's on the left, the circumstances on the right, and I'm in the middle, and I'm looking left and right, back and forth, trying to make sense out of it. Let's put God so we're looking through him at the circumstance. And that's where what you guys have said about his character being good, and he knows our name and everything, that, that's really the same idea, right? I mean, that, I, I just wanted to... And I've yeah. watched you and your sweet wife, Tim, embrace the pro- the mysteries of God's providence with your little Tori and with your other children as well. And a script you would not have written had somebody handed you, <laughs> you know, the pen and said, is this what you... But you have embraced it. And I think the character of God, there's like nothing more fundamental than that. But I say something else, and that's grounded in the character of God, and that is the future hope that we have that God is making all things new. And that he is using yeah. affliction and difficulty to fashion us and to mold us uh, to be more like him. Hmm. And so you embrace, you look up and you look forward. And you say, you look up and you say, God is good. And you look ahead and you say, the best is yet to come. Amen. Um, so you rejoice. That's what Paul says in the New Testament. And our sufferings, we rejoice. How do we do that? Because we know that God is good, God is faithful. And what God has in store for those who love him is more wonderful and amazing than anything we could have ever imagined. And so when we look back, seeing and knowing down the road what God sees and knows now, we will say he did it absolutely right. That's that's the way I would have done it if I had seen what he saw mm. and had known what he knows. Yeah. So I've right. watched you guys live this out, this message out in such a beautiful way. Um, and, that's and right. That's the message of this book. Amen. Amen. You can trust God to write your story, embracing the mysteries of providence. My cousin Nancy Wogelmuth, Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth, Nancy Lee DeMoss, folks may remember you from, and uh, your single days, and now married to Robert through God's providence. As you just mentioned, Robert, an amazing story of, of how God brought you together. You couldn't have created that, couldn't have made that up, and uh, he wove it together. So thank you for uh, taking time. It's it's a real privilege to hear both of your voices and get to connect with you again and let people know about this. We really, I say on this program, we want this show to help people in their lives, their everyday lives. And, and you guys have done a very good job, just kind of the different facets of maybe how this book can be a help to somebody, whatever direction they may be coming from or wherever they find themselves these days. Um, is there any way people can pray for you? Anything in particular that comes to mind right now? Well, at, at this moment, our prayer, and we've already done this many times, Tim, but that the Lord would receive glory for this. Uh, you know, praise is an empty thing, and uh, and fame is not something we seek. But if we can, by this book, encourage people and draw people to the Savior and to God's Word, then that will be a wonderful thing. So that's that's our prayer, that's our goal, and we're grateful. 
for the fun of talking with you and a few folks on the, on the radio listening to our conversation today. Man. That's great. Well, thank you. Enjoy your day. Hugs for both of you and hope we get to see it before Thanks, long in some, some shape or form. Thank you, thank you Tim. And love you, your man. sweet family Appreciate too. You. I will. I yeah. will. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. All right. God bless you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Fred. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Robert Wogelmuth and Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth, my cousin, her dad, Arthur, and my dad, Robert, brothers growing up, and they have a brand new book they've written together. You can trust God to write your story, embracing the mysteries of providence. Quick break. We'll come back with more on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 448, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thank you for tuning in. It's a need to reconnect my cousin Nancy DeMoss Wogelmuth. Nancy Lee, she actually had, she she was known as Nancy Lee growing up because her mom is Nancy also. So it was a way of separating them. Just like I'm Timothy, my son, first son is Timothy Robert. I'm Timothy Paul. So sometimes people say Timothy Robert doesn't mean we're mad at him. You know, sometimes you first and say middle. Uh oh, mom's using my middle name. I'm in trouble. So uh, anyhow, Nancy Lee DeMoss, she was single for 57 years. And serving the Lord with her whole heart, got converted uh, very young, gave her life to the Lord at four, and just fell in love with the idea of being a missionary and wanting to serve the Lord. And uh, and then that's, you know, God took it from there. And, uh, and then she wound up meeting and, uh, and marrying this gentleman, Robert Wogelmuth, who had been married for 45 years. And his wife passed away of ovarian cancer. It was a two or three year process. So it wasn't a surprise in, in the sense that there was time to process and think through, but still obviously a very hard thing to go through when you've had a, a relationship for that long. And so they've written this book together. You can trust God to write your story, embracing the mysteries of Providence. And we were just chatting about that. Uh, Nancy's, you know, used to be on WFL for many years with the revive our hearts radio program. And, um, yeah, super busy lady, and so our you know, we're first cousins, but we don't have tons of time together in our adult lives because we're both doing a lot of different things, and especially Nancy uh, with all of her speaking and other ministry work that she's done over the years. And Robert himself has been the president of Thomas Nelson Publishers, and he's won five Silver Medallion Awards from the Evangelical Christian Publishers Association. Like, he knows what he's doing, and they wrote this book together. So uh, I can say this not just because Nancy is my cousin, but I really recommend it uh, because it's steeped in Scripture, too. That, that whole thing about the character of God, if you if you you know got nothing else from the conversation, and, and you can get the podcast of this a little later on uh, this afternoon, if if uh, if you got nothing else from it, or, or just want to encourage you and encourage myself to remember the character of God, that God is good. If that's your starting point, that God is good, it changes everything. If you question if God is good, not that not that you can't struggle or whatever, but uh, then it's kind of like all bets are off because you're bouncing around, it really. But if you if you stop and think that God is good and realize that He is good, that that at no point does He not know what He's doing, or He kind of messed up, or He forgot or he got disorganized, all the stuff that you and I are sometimes, he's not. So nothing that he, uh, you know, I guess I would encourage you, and again, encourage myself, take time to read the Bible, maybe do a little study on the character of God, who he is, examples of, of how things play out. I'll give you one example that comes to mind as I was talking with Nancy and Robert. They're talking about in this book about lots of stories, 
their own individual stories, how the Lord brought them together, but much more than that. There are chapters on marriage, on when your children perhaps hurt you, on when stuff has happened to you that you didn't ask for and you, you know, your life took a hit. Uh, Nancy lost her father, my Uncle Arthur, 40 years ago this week. There's lots of stuff uh, when you're pressed financially. Robert uh, mentioned how he, there's, there's material in here about how his whole net worth went down to zero. Yikes. So, I mean, this is not small stuff. And again, there are other people that, that they shared about uh, in, in this book. It's not a book about their lives specifically all the way through. But one of the things that they, they say in this book that's so important is all of those things matter. They're all important. God cares about each of us. But in the end, it's actually a lot bigger than what we see or what we think. And I, I'm sure we, we can all acknowledge that. Yeah, that life is bigger than just me. And yeah, God's, you know, God's doing other stuff. Uh, Nancy mentioned in the conversation, I think a John Piper quote that kind of like in everything, God's doing a thousand things in every direction. And we have not, we, we are not able to comprehend all of the storylines that God's weaving. But all that to say, I'm really glad that God is um, like, he doesn't cave in like a parent. He doesn't get, if, if I was a child, if I was, if I was God and my, and my kid was having a problem, uh, you know, just like I could say my own kids right now, if they're having a problem, if they're struggling and, and, and I, I might just say, Oh, all right, let's just do this instead. But God sees all he knows all, and he carries everything through to its completion. He doesn't get diverted because of circumstances. If that makes sense, I hope that's an encouragement to you. I, I know for me, I'm really glad that God is more than just a couple of steps ahead of me intellectually. He's way beyond me. I'm just a little little one compared to what he's, he's made and what he knows. But I'm made in his image. So I have eternal value, and so do you. As you listen in, you have eternal value because you're made in his image. And so if you have a God who's all-knowing, all-loving, all-wise, and he's for you, like, let that sink in, be encouraged by it, come back to it. It's not a one-time thing. And be encouraged that God really does know what he's doing all the way through, every single second of every single day of your life and of my life. They have that in the, in the, in the, in the, in the book near the beginning, Psalm 139, verse 16. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. So as you dwell on God's character, on his goodness, and many other aspects of God's character, hopefully that encourages you, as the title of the book says, you can trust God to write your story. Uh, embracing the Mysteries of Providence. Quick break. We'll wrap up in just a moment. Has some cool things to share with you about what's happening tomorrow and Friday. Friday is our one-year anniversary of this fine broadcast, by the way. Coming up on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 456 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Pastor Buddy Osborne, who you just heard in the, the promo there, talking about the Rock the Word uh, program, Saturday mornings. He was on our program, I guess, in studio maybe three weeks ago or so. You can look up the podcast of that at WFIL.com. A lot of different podcasts available to you at WFIL.com, including today's with Robert and Nancy DeMoss. 
uh, Wogelmuth, who joined us for the bulk of the hour in their new book, You Can Trust God to Write Your Story. I wanted to encourage you with one other scripture uh, regarding this book. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it's in the book, but just it comes to mind uh, from Deuteronomy 29, and it's verse 29. And um, I'm looking, I wrote it out. Here we go. So it says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and our children forever that we may follow all the words of this law. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law. Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine. That's a verse that our family used to read around the breakfast table. And as I would share that with my wife and kids, and we talked about it, it's kind of like two parts, right? The secret things belong to the Lord our God. There's some stuff that's for God to know and not for us to know. The other part, there are some things that have been revealed that we're, not just to us, but to our children, so we can follow them. So be encouraged to stop and think about what are some of the obvious things God has said, and double-check that you're doing those. And then it's okay that there's some stuff you just don't know or don't have get your mind around. The Bible doesn't say, figure God out, figure out exactly what he's up to, but it does say to follow him and to walk with him. And again, if you trust that he's good, you can trust that the things that you don't know, it's all good. You're in very good hands. As we come down the home stretch of the program, we're looking forward to having some special guests, especially on our one-year anniversary, including the chaplain for the Philadelphia Eagles going to be with us. Ted Winsley is going to be at the Ocean City Tabernacle this coming Sunday. We'll chat about that. bunch of other things coming up over the next couple of days. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your prayers also for this program. Can't do without you. Thank you for listening and for your support. Jim Axum, Axe 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.